0: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys again. This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox, and I want to thank you guys so much for coming out today. Showing your love and support to the episodes, to the podcast, is really appreciated. Man, we're going to dig in deep today and talk about a subject that really needs some attention. So... If you're ready to be enlightened, you're ready to grab a hold of this information, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. All right, so we're going to start this week off with a question. How many times have you gone through life and found yourself stuck? Pretty basic question, right? How many times have you hit the famous figurative brick wall? What if I told you that there is a science to understanding how to get past these roadblocks in your life? There's a science to understanding how to break through the brick wall. Now, let me make this absolutely clear before we even begin to go any further into this ideology but understand none of what i'm going to talk to you about today is rocket science as a matter of fact most of the things that i'm going to say to you today you probably have already heard or already know the difference is is that sometimes people need to hear things from a different perspective So that they can get a different outlook on how to approach a situation. So the title for today's episode is defeating limitations. And I feel that this is a very important topic for today's world. Given the fact that there are so many people right now that are changing the dynamic of the way that they're approaching their lives because of the fact that they're awakening to the idea that we as individuals have to contribute to our community. And by doing so, our community then builds up to become greater in our society. So ultimately it is imperative that we take steps to better ourselves so that we can better everything around us and contribute to the change in society that is necessary. But it all begins with us individually, and then it moves out to a larger scale societal change. All of us have limitations, but there are layers to understanding our limits. So before we can tackle understanding how to defeat our limits, there are a couple of things that we need to take into consideration about seeing them for what they really are. Now, the first thing that we need to acknowledge is that we all have limits. If you go into a situation believing that you can do everything, and not only can you do everything, but you can do everything adequately enough to be a contributing factor to whatever success. That someone is trying to accomplish, then you have already caused a new layer of problems for these individuals and for yourself for that matter. You see, sometimes we don't want to accept the fact that there are just things that we're not good at. We look around and we see the world, we see people operating in different capacities, and we want to do that too. We see people achieving in certain areas and we want to do that too. I know in a couple podcast episodes, I talked about the fact that I can't draw. I know that I have absolutely no artistic ability in me whatsoever when it comes to drawing any type of imagery. I acknowledge that. I know that. And I accept the fact that I can contribute in a lot of ways, but I cannot contribute in the area when it comes down to visual artistry. I can't do it. It is important and vital that we acknowledge that, yes, we do have limits. Now, we also need to understand and acknowledge that limits are necessary. They are a necessity for many different reasons. One reason is for us to understand that we actually have to work for some things. I know sometimes we can look at athletes and entertainers, people on our jobs, and things can come just so naturally to them. While at the same time for us or for others, they don't come that easy. And we're going to actually talk about that understanding here in a minute. But the limit on your actual abilities is sometimes necessary for you to work at building it, work at molding the craft. Sometimes your limits are necessary so that you can understand where you fall in the grand scheme of a situation. We can't be everything. I've always learned and I've read a lot and many people have said it. Most times, if you're leading a group of people, you are not attempting to be the smartest person in the room. But not only are you attempting to understand that there are other gifts in the room, but you also understand that these gifts are unique to these individuals. You can't be a master of everything. Now, there are many people who will argue the point that sometimes limitations are necessary to produce a story or the evidence of success in your life when you achieve them. Sometimes getting over a hurdle or getting through a roadblock allows you to be able to testify and explain to people how you fought through a rigorous journey and achieved success in a certain area. That story in turn becomes inspiration for other people. So limits are not useless. They are very necessary. Now, the last thing that we need to understand, and I'm going to elaborate on this a little deeper as we talk about defeating limitations. But the last thing that we need to understand is the philosophy of potential and potential capacity. Notice those are two different things, potential and potential capacity. And I'm going to frame this for you to kind of give you a better idea of what these two things are. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these two things in the framework of a glass of water. So, When you imagine these two things, imagine that the glass itself is your potential capacity and the liquid inside of the glass is your potential. Now, when we talk about this a little deeper, we're going to talk about the understanding of big glasses, little glasses, half full, half empty. This idea but we have to understand that potential and potential capacity matter as we move forward in trying to defeat our limits. So now we're going to jump straight into this road to defeating our limits. And I'm going to outline five things that you need to do in order to defeat your limits. So, I'm going to give them to you now, and then I'm going to go through them. So the first one is acknowledging your limits. The second one is identifying if your limits are related to talent or skill. The third one is removing things that aid your limits. The fourth one is creating a plan of attack. And then the fifth one is executing. So now the very first thing that you need to do is acknowledge your limits. There are so many people walking around right now that refuse to acknowledge their shortcomings. They don't want anyone to believe, see, or assume that they have a weakness in particular areas. Now, sometimes this is an ego thing. Sometimes some people can't handle constructive criticism. Sometimes people just want to be seen as adequate, but understand that acknowledging you have a limit is not a weakness in order for you to climb to a new level in order for you to be able to achieve any level of success that is beyond where you are right now, you are going to have to acknowledge those areas that are part of you that need work. I am a musician. I play the piano. I can't count how many times I've been to churches. I've been to musical events. I've been to studios. I've been all over the place listening to other pianists. And many times I marvel at the level of skill and the raw talent that some of these individuals display. I look on TV and I see people all the time. And I realize that we are at different levels. One of the initial things that I did when I originally started playing at the church that I play at now, is I identified my limit, because I had limits that came with me. One of those limits was I didn't know how to play in all keys. I only knew how to play in one key. So in that situation, I had to transpose my keyboard. And those of you out there that know about playing keyboards and guitars, you understand what I'm saying. But for those that don't, What I mean is, is that I had to use a mechanical button on the keyboard and change the key of the keyboard to fit whatever song was being sung. This is a major limitation because it takes time. It takes effort. And in the middle of a performance, you don't have time to fiddle through buttons and things of that sort. You need to be able to transition properly. So I knew I had a limitation. I acknowledged that. And that is something that everyone has to do. You need to acknowledge where your shortcomings are because it matters in your ability to achieve the success that you want. If you are telling people you can do something and they're putting their faith in you that you can do something, then when it's time for you to do that particular thing, You need to be able to do it because if you can't, then you have basically invalidated your entire word on whatever it is that they may be trying to entrust in you. And that goes a long way. You cannot be successful by creating a falsehood of who you are and what you can do. You can probably get in the door like that. But eventually the reality of what you can do and who you are will show its face. Now, second identify if your limit is related to skill or talent. Now, this is directly tied into my initial statement about potential and potential capacity. And we're going to talk about this glass situation. So imagine You have a glass in front of you. That glass represents your potential capacity. That's your talent. Everybody in the world has talents. Everyone is blessed with a particular set of talents that are naturally given to them. And some people have them at different levels than others. I was just talking to you about the pianist that I look at and I've seen, but I'm also a vocalist. I've met many vocalists that have a large amount of natural talent. That is their potential capacity. That is the capacity of what they can and can't do. That is your capacity. So imagine that that glass represents how much liquid you can actually hold. And that goes to any situation that you have. When it came to me playing the keyboard and the piano, I had a capacity and that capacity is how far I could go in my ability. Now, the second thing is the liquid inside the glass. That is your skill. Now understand this. You cannot, have more potential than you have potential capacity. Now both can grow, but they can only grow so much. Your potential capacity can only go but so far. So like when it came to me playing the keyboard, I can naturally play to a certain degree, but eventually my capacity is going to cap out. You see it all the time. In sports, you see a good football player come out of college and they have a lot of raw talent. They spend 10, 15 years playing football and you watch them grow. What's happening is, is as time goes by, they're learning more about the game. They're learning more about their position. They're learning more about how their defenses or offenses play against them. And so what's happening is is their potential is growing because their skill level is growing. But then you always run into a point where that caps off, where they just can't seem to get any better, they can't seem to learn any more, and they pretty much hit what people call the peak of their career. That happens with any type of limitation that you have. Any talent that you have has a peak. And the only thing you can do is you can learn about that talent. You can grow that talent. You can fill that glass with liquid. But eventually, that glass is going to fill up. Eventually, that liquid is going to reach the top of your glass. Unless you either expand your glass, which you can only do, but so much, you're going to reach a point where you're going to cap out and anything that you pour into that glass is going to overflow. It's going to be too much for that glass. Now, why do I tell you all this? Because once you acknowledge your limitations, you need to acknowledge the potential capacity of that limitation. You need to go ahead and find out just how far you truly believe you can go in making yourself better at this particular situation. And then you need to start working on filling that glass. You need to start working on pouring knowledge into that glass. Pouring exercise into that glass, working to reach your capacity. But you need to be real with yourself. And that's where people run into a lot of problems. I told you, I can't draw. In all honesty, I could approach that as a limitation that I want to do better in. The problem is, is that I don't truly feel like my potential capacity to draw is really that well. So yeah, I could learn the skills, I could learn to build that talent, but I truly don't believe that I would get that far, at least not far enough for it to matter or to even be a support for any type of artistry effort. Now, on the other hand, I didn't feel that way about playing the piano or playing the keyboard. So I invested in getting better. I picked up a few different videos. I started watching YouTube. I gained membership into quite a few different online groups that are all about training you and teaching you how to play. And before I knew it, my potential began to grow and my capacity began to show up. That's what you need to do with any limitation that you have that you want to excel in, maybe your limit is business. Maybe you want to be a better businessman or a better business woman. Then the first thing you need to do is acknowledge and understand what your capacity is in that level. Then you need to start filling yourself with skill, with understanding and grow your limits reach for your capacity reach for the tip of what you truly believe you're capable of and just see how far you can go maybe you can expand your glass maybe you can feel the glass that you're in but make no mistake about it there are some glasses that you're going to feel very fast you need to take a step back and look and see if it is really worth your time and your effort To try to grow this situation? Or are you just wasting time that you could be putting into something else that would be more fruitful for yourself and for the people around you? Third, you need to remove things that aid your limits. Now, in all honesty, this is probably the hardest one to do. To tell you the truth, a lot of times we have the skill, we have the talent. But what we don't have is we don't have the courage to put ourselves in better positions than what we are in. One of the biggest things that exacerbates your limits is people. You can surround yourself with individuals that want to highlight your negative features to some people. That gives them the ability to feel better about themselves, to be able to tower over others by pointing out their flaws. You don't need to be around those types of individuals. Now, let me make something very clear. There should be a clear distinction between somebody that wants to capitalize on your negativity and somebody that wants to give you constructive criticism. I have a group of friends that do not mind telling me when I'm wrong or when I have done something that isn't 100% good. You need those individuals in your life. You don't need to surround yourself with a bunch of yes men or yes women, people that just ride along with everything that you do and everything that you say. You need friends that will critique what you are doing and give you an honest critique. But you don't need friends that want to thrive off of your failures. You don't need friends that want to capitalize on moments when you are not at your best. You also don't want friends that make your limits worse. You don't want to be around people who don't push you in the opposite direction of failure, but instead they capitalize and they aid in your failures. You don't want to be around those individuals. That's not the best for this situation. Now, another issue that people have in this area is habits. You need to look at your limits and then look at yourself and ask yourself, is there something that I'm doing that causes me not to do well? In this area, I know that there are probably people that are listening that are smokers. I will say this. If you want to be a runner, then it probably wouldn't be a good idea for you to be a smoker. Now, I'm not saying you can't smoke and run. But what I am saying is, is that there's a proven fact that if you smoke, it affects your lungs. If you run, you need your lungs. So in other words, if you smoke, then that is going to affect your capacity to be able to run. So therefore, you probably don't need to do something that would negatively affect what you're trying to be better at. But people do it all the time. And that is something that we want to make sure that we eliminate. There are so many people in the world that are talking about how much they want to lose weight. Well, look at your habits. If the habits you have are producing a negative result in the area that you are trying to be better in, then you need to change your habit. One of the biggest habits that's causing people to have so many problems in so many areas is the do nothing habit because some people just want things to manifest. They don't want to do the legwork. They don't want to go out and actually do what it takes to get the job done. They just want to sit around and wait and hope that something happens. That's just not how life works. So understand that that habits cause individuals to lose out on building their limits and defeating them. Another thing is your environment. Where are you? Are you making any effort to do better? I've had so many people come to me time and time again. And they say to me all the time, Hey man, I want to get in your studio. Hey man, I want to come learn how to do what it is that you do. But when those opportunities happen, no one shows up. So you need to ask yourself the question, am I in the right place to be better at what I want to be better at? If I were a basketball player and I considered myself someone who was pursuing being better at basketball, why in the world would I spend 90% of my time with somebody who plays tennis. It doesn't make sense. If I want to be better at playing basketball, then I need to be in an environment that is conducive for playing basketball. But many times we put ourselves in situations that do not help or further our growth in the area that we're complaining about. If I want to be stronger, I need to go to the gym. Or I need to work out. I don't need to spend more time in the pool. And then, of course, another thing that can contribute to your limitations is your attitude. How you approach situations where you have these limits. Because to tell you the truth, to have the drive, to have the courage, to present the effort to be better in any area, it's going to take a positive attitude from you. In order for this to work out, you cannot expect to have positive results from any effort that you do if you approach it with a negative attitude. Even if you have success, it is going to be limited success and it will never reach the full potential of what you could have had if you would have approached the situation with a positive mindset and with the ambition and the brain power to push forward forth you need to create a plan of attack it is absolutely vital that once you have acknowledged your limit you have assessed yourself to understand your capacity and you have identified ways means to up your skill you've also identified pitfalls things that are around you, that are a part of your everyday operation, that hinder you from achieving success in this particular area, now you need to develop a plan. You don't need to approach any situation haphazardly. You always need to have some thought out routine, something that you're going to do in order for you to move from point A to point B. Ladies and gentlemen, please understand nothing in life happens just to happen. And it does not happen just because you want it to happen. You have to assault whatever it is that you are going at to change. You have to take some type of play by play action, In order to achieve anything, if you want financial stability, growth economically, then you have to approach that with a plan. If you want to be a better athlete, a better entertainer, a model, anything, if you want to be a civil servant or work for some state organization, If you want to be the best that you can be, you have to develop a plan. You cannot approach a situation without any idea of how you are going to deal with what it takes to build yourself in that particular area. Now, fifth, after you've done all that I've just said, you've actually got to execute it. You have to do it. I know so many people who have issues, who have identified them, who understand how to fix them, how to make themselves better, how to make their situation better. And they sit on the idea of doing anything about it. You have to do the leg work. I know that there are so many different types of people who listen to my podcast, but those of you out there who have any knowledge whatsoever of Christianity and the Christian movement, then you understand that all throughout the Bible, there are examples of miracles happening. Our most prolific example of miracle after miracle comes in the form of actions taken by Jesus Christ. I want any one of you, I challenge any one of you to search through the Bible and find one miracle that Jesus made that did not accompany some type of action, you will be hard-pressed to find a single miracle that he performed where there were no actions whatsoever. Nobody had to do anything. And sadly enough, that is the mentality that is forcing so many people today To not be able to achieve the success that they're looking for. Because they're not taking action. You have to take action. I am a huge, huge advocate for civil justice in this country. I am a huge advocate for equality and equity to enter into the African American community. And other minorities as well. But one thing that I am not ignorant to is the fact that regardless of what laws are passed, regardless of what handshakes are made, regardless of what conversations are had and many series are made and TV shows are done and talk shows are brought up and politicians are talking about this and that, no matter what happens in that arena, if there is no legitimate action done by the African American community to fix their problems, then these problems will continue to resonate for years and years to come. Ladies and gentlemen, your limitations will go nowhere if you don't do something about them. So, just as a recap, number one, we have to acknowledge our limits. Know they're there. Don't be afraid of them, and don't try to cover them up. Two, we have to identify if our limit Is connected to our potential capacity, our talent, or our potential, which is our skill. And we have to be prepared to grow those. Number three, we have to be committed to remove anything that is aiding our limits, whether it's a person, whether it's a habit, whether it's an environment, or an attitude. We have to be ready to get rid of those. If we truly want to be successful. Number four, we have to understand that we need to develop a plan of attack. How are we going to change this? What methods, what tools, what practices are we going to institute in our daily life to make this area better? And then finally, number five, we have to execute. We cannot come up with an ingenious plan and just let it sit on the shelf. We have to do something. All right, guys. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. I thank you so much for tuning in. It's been wonderful sitting here talking about, uh, our limits and trying to get over the hurdle of being able to fix these issues internally. Next week is going to be a special episode. I'm going to be talking about why we should vote, why you should vote. This is a sensitive time in our country. And we need to make sure that we're doing our part in honoring the legacy of those that have come before us. So, take care. Until then, I love you. Peace.